we get a lot of feedback from our listeners, okay? Like a couple of them have been saying to me, oh, you guys obviously talk about a lot of stupid things. We do. <laughs> um, uh, so this, this, someone sent me in saying, oh, why don't you talk about this? It's like a, uh, a story in economics, something political. What's that? <laughs> I have then, no idea. And then someone sent us uh, another story, which okay. I think is far more for our demographic, and it is entitled, A man spotted dressed as a goat among a herd of wild goats in the mountains of northern Utah is living there. <laughs> He's living with goats dressed as a goat. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about politics, but there's a man living as a goat, so what's yeah. funnier in life? I, th- I choose Goat Man. <laughs> I, I, I'm interested in it. What, what do we know about Goat Man? Has he got a name? Goat Man, or Goat Man. He hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't been he identified hasn't been, as a person so yet. No one knows yet. <laughs> no one knows yet. But yeah, I think the, uh, the rumour has it that he is a hunter <laughs> trying to learn, because in Utah they have a hunting season and there's only a handful of goat hunting licences being handed out, okay? Yeah. I think that he's in there trying to learn the ways of the goat so that he can hunt them more efficiently. The hunter has become the hunted. Well, you've got to watch out. If you're dressing as something that you're poaching or hunting, surely other people are hunting them as well. So if you're dressed as... You might get shot or like, how would you kill a goat? How would you capture a goat? In a net? Uh, is would this for really? Tra- or, a, or a trap? Would you use a trap? Cheese wire. Um, cheese, cheese wire a goat. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, no, but I... So the, this is sort of spun me on today of what's the like, strange place that if you've lived anywhere, if you live in a canal boat, you've listened to this from a canal boat, a caravan. And do you live with animals? That's <laughs> yeah. interesting. If you live with wild animals, not like a cat. I don't know a if you pumas. have... A couple of pumas. The, pumas. Puma. <laughs> what's that? That's how you say it, man. No, that's poo. No, poo, like a puma. <laughs> That's my Puma impression. Okay. Um, so, no, this is this is sort of us talking about people who live in really strange situations. That's that's the first result yeah. we go to the show. Strange places and people. Do you live in? Can you live in a person? Probably not. Yeah, uh, I reckon you could, but let's smell <laughs> off for a while. Oh, they do, in Star Wars, uh, Luke lives in that camel thing, the snow camel, in its insides. Not quite. Yeah, yeah, you really for, for a night. Keep warm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what Goatman might do if it gets cold. Go, get go, inside and goats are significantly goat. small. Have you ever seen a goat? Oh, you've seen a goat. I've been to like Pennywell Farm down in Devon. They've got goats there and tiny little little mice that you can hold in your okay, hand. Okay, what's the strangest place you've ever slept in? Strangest place I've ever slept. In? Uh, I've woken up in a woods, so like <laughs> okay. that. I think that kind of I, I definitely lived there for a little. During, bit. I was a scout for a short while and we had to make our own shelter. Wigwam. No, like a little, just off the side of a tree, like a little shelter. Okay. But I, I rolled around in my sleep quite a lot, and I rolled out of it and woke up with a spider on my face. That was pretty a spider bad. Spider on your face. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't like spiders now. Do you know, did you then live with the spiders for a no, while? No, I didn't become one. I didn't dress up as a spider. And just that, happen, that happens a lot. People like uh, get stuck in the woods and then live and get raised by wolves and, and such. Does that that happens? It has happened, but not as much as I think you think it has. Oh, <laughs> I hope it has. If I was going to raise anything, it would be a puma. <laughs> We were talking before about people who live in strange whole places, okay? Strange whole places. Okay, and you you like a, a man called Bruce Campbell, am I correct? Yes, I know Bruce Campbell. That is an Evil Dead actor, am I correct? No, this is a man who lives in a 727 in the woods. Damn, I was close. I was close. <laughs> he was in the woods. Yes, in, in a film. Evil Dead, yes. But this man, Bruce Campbell, has converted a 727 passenger jet into his dream home. That's, that's pretty awesome. That is, it's a, that's really very cool. I mean, it cost him millions of pounds, millions of dollars, but... Yeah, well, you could just buy a good house. But no, living in a jet... Is it was it a jet or a 747? 727. 727, not as big. But it'll do. <laughs> it'll do. Just him on his own. He doesn't think he's, like, asking for a double bed in there. He spends too much time in his plane to get a girlfriend. That's what I think. Well, no, because he can go, do you want to come back to my, my plane? I'll take you around the world. Yeah, you, do, do, can you fly it, or is it just attached to the ground? It's not attached to the ground. Well, I thought he just converted it, like, I swear there's, I've seen one where someone has converted a plane that's crashed into a tree, into a house, like in, in a really rad tree house. 
No, that's awesome. That that's not possible. Yeah, it is. So how big's the tree? Like a huge trees can be big, Jamie. Not as big as like a jumbo jet. Yeah. If you think about like redwoods, they're huge. You can drive cars through them. It's cars. It's smaller than a plane. Well, probably. Well, it's probably not a seven four seven. It's probably like a little smaller plane. But there's def- there's, I've definitely seen a picture that has not been shopped of a plane that is uh, in a tree. Well, there's a house in Oxford where I'm from where someone's put like a fake uh, plastic shark out of the ceiling. That's the roof. Cool. So it looks pretty cool. What, what would you convert into uh, into a house? Uh, what big thing wise? Yeah, I reckon a like a, a shored boat. A, a whale. <laughs> like to live in a whale. You'd have to like reinforce maybe like what, the inside. Would you want a, a live whale or a dead whale? Well, I, I wouldn't want to live inside the live whale because like, well, like Pinocchio. Yeah, they'd all like they'd be like, wet and wobbly about. I'd take it out, maybe varnish it so it doesn't uh, go mouldy, and then I varnish and then I live inside the whale. How? And then I'd have I, What I'd do is I'd have a little ladder Going outside of the well And then I'd have like A farmer's pole Through the little air, bo- air hole And I'd like shimmy down Into my little pad This is one of the most Disgusting <laughs> things I mean there, there's some people in uh, the, There's something called The Haynes Shoe House Which you know the, You know this fairy tale the, 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 Once was an old woman Who lived in a shoe Yeah and loads of kids yeah, Loads of kids Well there's a There's a Haynes Shoe House It's a shoe haved house In Hallam, Pennsylvania Along the Lincoln Highway So she actually lives in a shoe well, I think Is it, it he or a she I think it, I think it's now just a tourist destination, so it's no longer like. Oh, because I wouldn't trust a man who made a shoe house. I don't know. I wouldn't trust it. That's like a man who has a van with candy sprayed on the side. <laughs> that's all I'm saying, man. Why? Why? I don't. Know, I don't trust it. living in a shoe. That's a bit odd. Well, I just, would it smell? With loads of children. Well, no, he's not living with loads of children. <laughs> all right, well, I'm getting confused. You're reading too much into the subject. You, you're, you've mixed fiction with reality, <laughs> as per as I always do. <laughs> right, we uh, we've got an email in. Woohoo! From Miss Lily McDonald. Lily McDonald, I like um, it. Obviously, we're talking about strange places to live, and um, she was saying that last week she remembers us talking about a le- basically a man was dancing around the street and said that he got beaten up by a leprechaun. My main issue so far is we've got a recurring listener. That's good, that's good. <laughs> Thank you, Lily, for listening to wow, us. Wow, that's good. Twice. But yeah, she sent us a little email about a strange little town. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, basically, um, some Chinese dwarves have set up their own village. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> a, a community of dwarves have set up its own village to escape discrimination from normal-sized people. Right, so they don't want to be discriminated, uh, which is fine. I understand, yeah, I understand that. that. Um, basically, no one uh, who's un- anyone over four foot three inches tall is not allowed in there. You, you, you cannot live there. And they they run their own adorable little police force and fire brigade. Right, so no discrimination. They want like to be sort of independent and not laughed at. But no, wait. They live in buildings that look like mushrooms. They live in mushroom houses and dress like fairy tale characters. Well, they're asking for it, really, aren't they? <laughs> exactly. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but but I'd, I'd really like to go there. Uh, it says, uh, as small, one of them says, and I'm sure a funny little squeaky voice, yeah. uh, as small people, we are used to being pushed around and exploited by big people. But um, here, there aren't any big people. And everything we do is for us, said spokesman Foo Teen. E-weenie. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, what they've done is they've just allowed us, they've, they've concentrated the amount of it for us to push them around. Don't call us big people either. You're asking for trouble then. You, like, look, you, live, you live in mushroom houses. That's, that's <laughs> mad. They are. They've, they've, they've turned, we've got, we've had um, a whale. I'd like to live in a whale house. They live in mushroom houses. You was a boat, yeah. a plane. You can, you can literally turn anything into a house. If you're about four foot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What would you do if you were locked in a minute city for a whole day? You had complete free reign you're allowed to do whatever you want to do if you were locked in there for a whole day the fact that I'm, lo- so I'm locked in and there's literally no escape 
for Ed and I to happen. I, I think it'll be a lot scarier than, you know, in um, The Wizard of Oz with um, the munchkins. Yeah. They're quite scary, quite eerie little like, beings. That's, I don't think that's what it'll be like, but they'll all be Chinese, and I wouldn't know what they were saying. And they'll just be running around my feet, and like I'd, I don't know, I'd have to... Well, I'd have to have a party with them, maybe, to try and earn their trust, and then I'd have sex with every single one. <laughs> Why would that be the first thing I think about? Well, Only the f- female one, because I've always wanted to make sweet love to a lady midget. Why have you wanted to do this? Okay, Why? I don't know. Why? I think it's a novelty, and it's a great story. Well, I suppose, yeah, I mean, something to well, tell you're, the- oh, I'm not going to... If I'm only in there for a day, I'm not going to romance some and take her out for a date. I'm just going to go in there and be like, look... <laughs> I got I got a tall man dong here. <laughs> a tall man dong, and she has to be dressed. Is that uh, a Chinese name? She has uh, tall man dong. She has to be dressed uh, as like the weird little mushroom people. <laughs> I reckon so. I think that's a good. I think I think yeah. I just romance. I'd fall in love with a midget over the day. But I don't know. The fact that I'm locked in makes me think because I might like romance a midget, and it might be someone's midget wife, and then there might be a revolt against me, and then they'll be just like attacking me from every well, no, angle. It just means that you, no one can get in and stop you, and you can't get out if you want to do. Like it's just a case of oh, I can do whatever I need to do here that I wanted to do. I bet it's quite nightmarish. To be fair, I don't know what. I just have a little party, have a little party, kiss, little party, kiss, kiss, a, kiss a couple of midgets, little midges, and then um, yeah, I think I think. What about, what about you? What would you do? I would probably I'd arrange them into some kind of like tiny human pyramid. I don't know. I'd do and like you bowl with yeah. them. <laughs> Knock them over like skittles. That'd be so good. That's what they should do. That should be one of the like uh, highlights of the park that they've got. Well, they have a little. They do like a little weekly show where they 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 pay their like electricity bills and stuff by having like a little weekly show where they have like basically it's just a Disneyland theme. paying their electricity bill in their mushroom houses. <laughs> yeah. Other that, that, like I don't know. I don't trust these midgets at all. And if I'm locked in, I'm, no, I don't trust. It. I, I'd, I'd try and get out. If I was trapped in a midget stronghold for a day, I would try to escape. <laughs> Can you? you yeah, I think we have to call them dwarves. I dwarves, know, I apologize. Politically well, short uh, people. I don't know. I don't I, know what it's I, like. I believe someone someone just called us. We got eight we got a, a phone call, right? Okay. If you do want to call us like this, like Chris Prune did, we'll do it during a song, or because we can't answer live on air. Yeah. That, that'd be <laughs> madness and terrible radio. But he has some um, some short news, which I'm I think we should make a regular segment <laughs> on our show. Short news. Short news, okay. Do you want to give me some more teasers about it? Um, well, let's just say that these short people like to um, rock and roll all night and party every day, and they do praise a god for giving them rock and roll. Now it's time for short news. Short news, a new segment for the lunchbox. <laughs> We're working on the jingle. Yeah, we will. I'll be good. But yeah, okay. So, do you want to know what Mr. Chris Perun has informed us? I would love to know. Well, I'm, I'm fully aware of this already, and I reckon it's because I genuinely tried to book them for my 18th birthday. <laughs> but, right, there is a very, very successful KISS uh, tribute band, but they're all midgets. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Have they got a funny name? Well, they're just called KISS. I think they're just called, they're just called Mini KISS. I, I, thought, I thought they'd be... They should be called, like, Peckers, or... No, not Peckers. Peckers? Uh, the, the, the Peck, because that's a small kiss, and they're like... No, uh, that's not true. Like a, mm. Yeah, got a peck on the. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's well, well, basically, yeah. So a midget kiss group. You nah, have facts about you these. Just, you just passed the information shows. that someone sent us. Okay, Mini Kiss News is a kiss tribute band made entirely up, made entirely of midgets or dwarves. We're not sure. 
the vertically challenged. Yes. Uh, oh, um, <laughs> members include band leader Joey Fatal, who is four foot four inches. Little. Uh, and he's the mini Gene Simmons of the group. Is one of the most popular little people tribute bands in existence. They made an appearance on, an, on the game show network revival of I've Got a Secret. Um, I, is, is there a secret that they are indeed a mini Kiss? Oh no, I think their secret is that they actually don't play any music. They don't play any music. They just dress as Kiss and prance around. Just prance around to the song, I think. Anyone could do that. What's with their, their small so like, you're like I didn't know how to say but so this was their small so they, they, they can get away with that I know. We, so we could do that what could if you could see any um, a small tribute band small version of a tribute band what would it be I've definitely seen a small Lady Gaga she's pretty pretty hot okay uh, who would you like to sing concerts so who'd you say who's your favourite band who's a little, oh, I've really got a favourite band uh, a mini Duran Duran <laughs> <laughs> or a mini, a mini, probably a mini take that'd be good. Any sort of like really big band, a mini Spandau Ballet. Do you them? Spandau. No, I can't think of any puns. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to get bands that you can get a pun out of, but I literally can't, can't think of any. Um, right, I'll tell you what we'll do. Is we'll, right, what we need to do is send us a small, like a small pun, pun about small people, but incorporate it into a band name. Okay, so uh, we'll think of it. We'll think of some uh, examples after. Well, we're going straight for the originals. This is Kiss with Detroit Rock City. Woo! Now we are back. Seal. Kiss from a Rose. Wasn't that lovely? What a lovely song. And now from a lovely song to terrible, terrible puns. Uh, Before this uh, lovely song... Hang on, I'll go back to... Short news. We, we, we've got a new segment called Short News. And what we want you to do is send us in a couple of um, really, really bad sort of like uh, short puns, like sort of like midget dwarf puns um, around band names. Okay, so Jamie, do you have one? I have. Uh, I've got a couple. We've got a couple of tweets, a couple of okay. emails. Okay, I've got Little Audio Dynamite. Okay, nice. I'm not going to say. What we're going to do is we're going to do the band, do the band, and then the other person has to guess which one it is, okay? So okay, well, this, this is quite easy, but yeah. we'll have a go. Little Audio Dynamite. What audio? I don't know. Big, big, big audio dynamite. Oh, I, I didn't even know that band exists. I've got two very similar bands here. Okay. Uh, Tiny Temper. That is, well, that's, that, that's that, already his name. And uh, Tiny Turner, which I think is. T- Tiny Turner's. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the best one so far. And I've got ZZ Bottom. I'd love to see a midget with, um, with like a beard. He's got a ZZ Top beard because it, it might just be bigger than him. Just like no, drag it on the they grow that, like, that much hair. Could, could. I don't know. We'll have to ask one. Okay, right. So. What one have you got? I've got. Uh, I've got three and then I've got the worst but best pun that I like, literally think of okay. right okay so the first one uh, so we've got Mini Minaj okay <laughs> so who's that obviously Mickey Minaj okay right this is a good one Tom Thumb Jones <laughs> oh yeah, I, I like it I like it okay okay yeah, this is this is this is okay, right, right. Small McCartney <laughs> and th- this one is my my personal favourite and I, I'd like to say that I came up with this one all by myself okay you ready you ready race yourself, race yourself. Yep. the best Midget small pun I could come up with is Elfish Presley. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. Right, it's time for the news. <laughs> I think it is. The North. Some men deny its existence and others fear it. But I regret to inform you that such a place does exist. Leering over the South like a drunken best man over an untainted maid of honour. It's there. But wait. Is that a ray of sunshine I see above the desolate wasteland? Yes. Yes, it is. And it's in the form of the beautiful city of Wakefield. 
Wakefield is in the metropolitan district of West Yorkshire, England. But where exactly is it, I hear you ask? Well, get ready for some TomTom-worthy knowledge. Wakefield is nine miles southeast of Leeds and 28 miles southwest of York, a sort of Wakefield sandwich with great northern bread. The name Wakefield may derive from Wackersfield. Uh, the open land belonged to someone named Wacker. But uh, not, not Mackersfield. That's a small patch of land where Paul McCartney planted a single corn tree in memory of John Lennon. Uh, in medieval times, Wakefield became an inland port for the woolen and tanning trades. Uh, the same area still has a great market swapping its wool for morph suits and tanning trade for a vajazzle stall. Nothing much changes up north if you know what's good for you. Uh, regeneration projects in Wakefield include the Trinity Walk. Unlike the name suggests, there is only one, but this great retail development in the city centre includes department stores, a supermarket and shop units, so you won't be short of pies and bottles of warm ale. Uh, the most prominent landmark in Wakefield is Wakefield Cathedral, which is 247 feet and has the tallest spire in Yorkshire. Alright, Wakefield, don't go on about it. But if long graphite pillars isn't really your thing, then uh, you fancy a more civilised approach, you can go and see the Hepworth Wakefield Art Gallery. Or for a more entertaining afternoon, why not visit Fieldhead Mental Hospital? But remember, please don't feed the inmates. There are nurses that do that and you have no idea of the inmates' dietary requirements. And talking of homicidal entertainment, women inmates in Wakefield Prison came up with the classic children's nursery rhyme, Here We Go Round the Mulberry Bush. So remember that when you sing it to your children at bedtime. Personally, I'd suggest a firm handshake and a lukewarm glass of tap water before bed, but each to their own. Well, that's all I have time for for today's amazing places. So please hop on the nearest gravy boats and head on down to Wakefield. And remember, kids, Humpty Dumpty didn't fall. He was pushed. Toodles! Here's a little thing I've found online which, which has confused and excited me. Basically, uh, well, obviously we're in, South, we're in Southampton. It could maybe. They are schoolgirls. Um, basically, we're in Southampton and uh, Portsmouth is just, just over, the, is it over the river, over, 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 over a bridge? Yeah, over a little... Something like that. Over the Solent. Basically, there has been a case of demonic possession at a Portsmouth <laughs> secondary school. Okay, I'll do it in a little scary little voice. What began as a normal school day at the Portsmouth Secondary School turned into chaos when students began screaming and running aimlessly. <laughs> that, that, that literally happened. So like basically, a lot of schoolgirls run around going mental, right? It says here, some of the students tried to get a glance of the action while others, in fear, just wanted to be out of the school compound, trying to escape from these, like, demonic children. Okay, right? So here, three female students started acting up, which is, like, standard, I'm going to guess, at school, uh, by turning over desks, fighting with teachers, and turning their class into rooms of confusion. Fusion. Okay. <laughs> this is just at the road, so I'd be scared if I were you. And they could, they could make it the Solent, right? Okay, so as a, a female student, a, one female student, ran down the main road to the school, just screaming, just screaming like mentally, just going mental like down the road. Um, she was rescued by another young lady, and uh, and the two fell on top of one another on the ground, screaming. So just a uh, huddle. Oh, this is quite hot, actually. A little schoolgirls <laughs> screaming on the ground. Oh. Okay, right. This is right. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you if a uh, sort of demonic uh, screaming girl. Was going at you? How would you stop them? Would you uh, sort of like grapple them down? Oh, rugby tackle done straight away. Okay, what like another? Right, so basically, this is what one of the uh, teachers did. They sat on the floor and prayed. Literally got on their knees and started praying to God because they thought the demons were going to get them. Don't leap into action right away. Yeah, no, just get those guys. But then this this said screaming girl just attacked that teacher who was praying on the floor. Of course, it did. that's mad. I, I, I read this and I was like, "What on earth is going on in Portsmouth? <laughs> terrible." That's things. not demon possessed. It's just little kids being 
badly behave. Earlier in the show, we were talking about places like strange places to live. Yes. Okay? And sometimes we're sending us, uh, throughout the show, we're getting a lot more tweets, but we haven't really had time. So, Tusomu Yamagachu. Okay, yeah. Um, is a man, okay? He's, all oh, right, yes, okay. God, And he's lived in a strange place himself. He has lived through both Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Really? <laughs> and he hasn't got like. A, an extra eye or ear or any sort of radiation no. poison. He's just pretty hard. Yeah. I, mean, we got <laughs> I respect that. If you can make it through a nuclear bomb... He could take out Vinnie Jones. Easy. Yeah, but not this... What's he called? Tusei uh, Mutu Yagamachi. I call him Tusi. That's what I'll nickname him. All right, Tusi! All right, so we were talking about um, people who have got like quite good luck and quite bad luck, because obviously, we mentioned before, Sutotu Yamagachi lived through both Hiroshima and Nagasaka, the, the, the bombing, not like he lived there and had well, a lot of It's quite lucky that he survived them. If you look at it that way, I suppose, yeah, but it's it lucky that he, a lot, probably his family, were decimated, as were his possessions. Poor Nigel. On that hilarious note, um, another man is uh, from from the east, good old east. Is that something quite uh, unlucky ever to him? Okay, go. What okay. happened? Fei Lin's penis stolen by thieves. Oh, that can't be real. <laughs> that cannot be a true story. Thieves stole a man's penis whilst he slept, according to police. Fei Lin, 41 of Nikau village near Wenling City in China's East Zhejiang province, told police to sleep when the thieves burst into his room and put a bag over his head. Basically, they pulled down his trousers and they ran off. I was so shocked he didn't feel a thing that I saw his bleeding. My penis was gone. Who? What? <laughs> Did it say why they stole his wiener? Apparently... Police believe the attackers were jealous, um, were jealous lovers of the several of several local women who Lynn was having an affair with. Oh, well, that's a horrible thing to happen to you. But if you're having an affair with everyone, maybe you should have got your wiener cut Just off. Just go on Judge Judy or that program Cheaters. Don't cut your dick off. Well, he didn't cut his dick off. They did. But no, why, they shouldn't have. They should just set him on Cheaters. Don't, like... Well, they obviously knew, and so they wanted to sweet sweet revenge, and I'm pretty sure they wouldn't air a man getting his wiener cut off on Cheaters. <laughs> or they'll at least pixelate it out. But okay, no. If you had your yours cut off, I'm not yeah, saying you this, cheat. This is a question I'm also going to ask you as well. If you had your cut, if you had yours cut off... How, what would you do? How long would you think you'd manage? I see, right. I can up that question one. Because I reckon, depending on... Because I'm never getting this wiener back again, am I? So like, that's no. it. You're never getting it back. So um, what I'd do is I'd obviously attach something else to it. But what? Of every single thing in the world. <laughs> would you attach your penis if you had to like, swap them around? What would you have? Like, Basically, I said I'd like a um, sort of like a speedboat engine propellers so that like, I could just stand in water and just like swim about. You'd be backwards. Yeah, Looking no. backwards. But just imagine that, having a little fan there. Um, what, you attach? What, what about can I can I still urinate? Is it is that is that sorted out? Can uh, I do yeah, it? no, it's for basically yeah, it, it's coming out there somewhere. There's a little hole in the middle of it, whatever it is. There's a hole in say in my gooch, which yeah, pee you, comes you, out. You're, of. you're able to pee. Okay. Like, what would you um, swap it with? what about sex? Can I, can I reproduce in any way? No, you can't, you can't think about it that deeply. You have to just what would you swap? Something good. Go okay. Um, probably I like the fan one. Yeah, that's cool. However, I also maybe like a rocket. <laughs> Just a, a far of like, you don't like, would you have a couple that you can attach on top? Like, no, I mean like ones that I can lift off, like a jetpack. Like oh, a so you're just going to use that. Well, um, Neil, our friend Neil, uh, said he'd like a kitten's head. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a single kitten's head, and you just wait up its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, the is, or we said like a little toy uh, drill, like a little plastic toy drill that just buzzes. Oh around. no, I reckon I get a Buzz Lightyear toy, and then every time I get aroused, the helmet comes off. <laughs> and then he comes out and he's smiling. Would you go to a yeah. practical? Maybe like a Swiss Army. I don't even want Swiss Army enough down there. Would you? Swiss Army dick. Um, maybe. I was thinking, but my, I was asking questions. I thought, well, maybe I could get like a rampant rabbit. 
Oh yeah. And then, but then you're not getting any pleasure out of it, man. It's yeah, just pleasure in them. Uh, part of me, ladies, I'm happy when you're happy. I see. That's stupid. <laughs> that's, yeah, I know. That's terrible, man. As long as as long as I'm happy, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes, man. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, so this people have been sending us unlucky things, and we've been tweeting about it a little bit, yes. so people have been sending us more, and people have got un- unlucky stories, okay? Are you an unlucky person, Jamie? I probably. Have been? Have been. Uh, probably, this is, this could get deep, but oh, I've, had, I've had my teeth knocked out by a hockey stick, that was quite unlucky. Yeah, was that, was that your fault? No. Uh, yeah, was it your fault that was a genuine unlucky experience? I was in lower set PE, and someone a little bit lower set hit me in the face with a hockey stick. I've done. Actually, to be fair, any terrible things I've made have been by my own fault. It's Alcohol, not done unlucky. It's because I'm a bit stupid. <laughs> we can all agree with that. But no, people are sending us oh, more. That lock cut off them was hilarious. <laughs> Sorry, um, people are sending us more uh, like un- unlucky things. Okay, okay, go for it. What's um, an unlucky thing that someone, you've heard? Okay, someone has eventually an overzealous zookeeper named Frederick. Riesfeldt Fishes Constipated Elephant Stefan 22 doses of animal laxative and more than a bushel of berries figs and prunes before the plugged up pachyderm finally let a fly finally let fly and suffocated the keeper under 200 pounds of poo so basically an elephant pooed on him and he died to death yes that's that's a horrible way to go what do you think would be the worst in what animal and what uh, bodily function would be the worst way to go. <laughs> um, I reckon if uh, a lion, if a lion threw up on your face and you drowned in its vomit because it's been eating carcass all day, it's going to smell terrible, <laughs> isn't it? Now, if you think about it, it was. That's a bad way to go. I reckon it would be really terrible to get screamed to death by bats. Oh, they're just flapping at your face all day. They're horrible, getting stuck in my hair. I've just got my hair done and they're all flapping about. I've got my there. hair did, my weave done. Oh, and it's all Get out of there. stuck up in there. Well, that's a bad way to go. I don't think you could die from that, though. Being puked on by a lion as well, maybe for some sort of disease. But no, I think being pooped on by an elephant is probably the worst thing. But they, they only eat, uh, like, grass and, and peanuts. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, it's not going to... You might be thinking of Dumbo. Yeah, well, he's an elephant, so... <laughs> who's right now? <laughs> I can out-trump or trunk that death, if, uh, if you will. Uh, with this strange story that I found, okay, this happened just like... I think it happened on Saturday or Friday. Okay. Basically, a man who pretended to be blind <laughs> died in a ditch. What? So, basically, Jeffrey Haywood, uh, who was a man pretended to be blind, uh, to get pity on him, and was found dead in a flooded ditch after he apparently failed to see the hazard... So basically, he's so like he's so into this uh, pretend to be blind that he pretended to not see a ditch, fell in, but now he's dead. That's the dedication. Mo- he's the most incredible actor. Yeah, that's that dedication. This country has ever produced. That's method. That's method acting <laughs> to like an insane degree, right? But this is a bit that confuses me. Okay, so he, uh, people said that like uh, he would obviously pretend to be blind, right? This is there. This is how they uh, sort of decide that. What they do is they put a Christmas dinner in front of him, and then he would say. Where's mine? Even though it's right in front of him, and so th- th- so that's how they know that he was that he was blind, right? But this is how they they figured out that he wasn't blind is because they would drop money on the floor and he'd pick it up. <laughs> that he'd, be the, he'd be the first person to pick it up. That that's the scientific sort of like things that they did to try and figure out not, whether he was blind or not. Not that thing where they put a torch in your eye and then make sure that if you can see the light or not, if your eyes react to the light being shone on it. That's ridiculous. No, they just, just snuck food in front of him. They just snuck food in front, of him, which is ridiculous. But yeah, he he died doing that. So like, I respect him for like going that that full method. But that that is an odd way to die. Was it pity or was it for money? Was it like, if it was a benefit, then I have no. Sympathy. No, yeah, yeah, just pity. I think you just want people to, just to notice. Pity. Just notice him. 
the being the blimey. He walked around with a stick and everything. Oh, that's so sad. It's his own fault for being a numpty and not, not seeing that hazard. Or maybe he was blind the whole time. It was a big act. I don't know. I'm not the scientist here. Um, no, Shyamalan, it was actually deaf. Oh, God. <laughs> he, he couldn't hear the flooded ditch. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a horrible way to go. So yeah, he slipped in there and drowned. They found him like a couple of days later. So, a sad one, but again, an unusual and strange death. <laughs> have you got? Have you got anything strange that you've uh, that you've been looking up? Yes, you're gonna have to uh, bear me with this one, okay? Okay. In 1883, Harry Zeeland dumped his girlfriend. Okay, so this guy dumped his girlfriend. She killed herself. This is no, more than sad than lucky. Oh. She killed herself, but then her brother turns to suit up to kill Henry. Okay. Okay. The guy that dumped the girlfriend, okay? So he comes out to shoot him. Bam, bam, bam. Think he has killed him. He then takes his own life. Oh, God. Okay. So, but it turns out he didn't actually kill Henry. The bullet barely grazed him, but then got stuck in a tree. The bullet did. The bullet got stuck in a tree. And he got stuck in a tree. <laughs> Years later, Henry decides to blow up the tree, just I think of a sort of like a closure thing. He blows thing. up a tree? Well, but, well, think about it. This tree is sort of the end product of his girlfriend dying and his the kind of partner-in-law is dying as well like it's quite a bad memory in this tree so he blows up the tree with some dynamite and the explosion prepared the bullet into his brain so well, that, that, <laughs> really that's, that is the most ridiculous story what yeah, I'm still just dumbfounded by the fact that he decided to blow up a tree rather than like chainsaw or saw it down well, I think it's like when someone like burns like, love, love letters it's sort of like a sentimental thing but the tree is not a big part of the story until he blows it up so to be fair that tree was just there it wasn't a witness to all these terrible things that happened they didn't carve out on the tree exactly the what happened either like he just blew up the tree for no reason and then it like smashed him in the brain and now he's dead unless it was good like- I'm glad he's dead because he's an idiot no one he broke his broke his girlfriend's heart or wife was and his wife was girlfriend. yeah girlfriend. and um yeah then, to be fair I think they should all die and we should all forget about them like I was saying, like, I, don't, I don't respect the man for blowing the tree up, but like, <laughs> but like, when it comes to when it comes to death, right, this one I remember from like reading about it ages ago, right? This is one I don't, I don't, really, I don't necessarily respect the person that kills himself, but but this guy deserves high fives and kudos because he li- not only lived in Southampton, so near us, but he cut his own head off with a chainsaw. Whoa! See that now that that takes balls, my friend. That takes a big cojones to genuinely to actually cut your own head off with a chainsaw. Like that would take a lot of. I think what you're gonna have to do is you're just gonna have to go for some real, just like just like thrust it back into your neck. Like thrust, don't do it slowly because you're probably just gonna like <laughs> pussy out. Well, saying that, I think a, a, this is sort of a, a friend of a friend. Like, yeah. Um, uh, their husband. Killed himself by stabbing himself in the heart. See again, that's awesome, man. Like I respect that. If I was gonna do myself in, the one the one death that like is, is really like this is a really strange suicide is what you do is it's called you stand you stand straight and then you do a front flip or a back flip and just land on your head. That's and that's gonna be like the ultimate way of killing what? yourself. You basically just do a flip and then you land on your head and break your neck and it kills you. That's gonna be like the most awesome way to go. But I don't think anyone's ever done it. Is it uh, physically possible? I don't know. Maybe. On that note. Oh no, a terrible, terrible joke. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, our show today has been full of horrible puns. But I like that, and if you like that, please tell us. We're not all cheese, although we do smell like it. It's quite horrible. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, stop now, it's the end of the show. Sorry, sorry. Thank you very much for listening, it does mean quite a lot. If you're an unsigned band and want your music played, wouldn't you tweet Voice FM or 
me on at Jamie V. Ryan and we will play and promote your music as well as we do on and, uh, if you want me to do an amazing place near you at some point on some week then tweet me at Rob Jones Comedy there we are I've got our tweeters in boom um, thank you very much for listening have a really 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 lovely day don't work too hard and brush your teeth I love you all <laughs> <laughs>